Hello, welcome back. It's Empire of the Cop Inside and we've got Steve Kay here with us today from Football Transfers and the Transfer Exchange Show. Steve, how are you doing? It's lovely to have you here on the pod. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having us, Farrell. It's good to be on the other side of the screen for a, <laughs> for a change. You know, it's, it's always it's good, to, it's good to you when you come on out. So, yeah, it's nice, mate. Thanks for having us on. It's good, it's good to be here and talk a little bit about Ryan Gravenberch. No, no, absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on and a pleasure to talk about uh, the man who seems to be garnering so much attention from a, mm. a Liverpool perspective and, of course, a, a Manchester United perspective, reportedly. But we won't talk about them. It's all about Liverpool. No, no, that's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Steve, it seems that you're ahead of the curve on this one. You're reporting on this story as far back as June, um, You know, saying that you know Gravenberch would jump at the chance to join Liverpool and join Jurgen Klopp at Anfield uh, this summer. Uh, could you just tell us a bit about this story and, and you know what you've heard and wh- where mm-hmm. you feel Liverpool currently stand uh, with regard to this transfer? Yeah, sure. I mean, Ryan Grevenberch is, is a player that, that Jurgen Klopp has, has, has wanted to bring to Anfield now for, for, for quite a while now. Uh, I, I was first made aware of uh, Liverpool's interest back in, um, back in March, actually. Um, that that was like very fleeting sort of interest, and and then there wasn't much there. But then, but then again, in June, I was told that he he was high on the list, and, and I don't remember a few of midfielders. And at the time, Liverpool were looking at about at about five or six um, players on that list, um, with Latvia being one, Casado and Arab Bat, and 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 um, you know a, a couple more on. Um, on top of that as well, um, but um, Ryan, Ryan Gravenberch was—I was told—was very high on that list, quite a bit higher than probably what you know was was being reported. There was a there was quite a few players that were would seem to be put in uh, and you know above Gravenberch in 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 the chances of Liverpool signing, but um, the, the, there was a reason for that, as, as I'll, I'll explain as, as 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 we go on a little bit further here. Um, but um, yes, very very high on on, on Klopp's list. Um, unfortunately, at the time in June, it was more or less instantly Liverpool were told by Bayern that that he that, that he wasn't for sale. Um, we we knew we know at the time that Gravenberch would have was actually you already mentioned would have jumped to the chance to 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 play for Liverpool. Um, Klopp, as as I've already said, is 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 an absolute massive fan. Been a big, big fan of him for 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 a long time. Uh, he's, I mean, he's 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 regarded as as one of the brightest midfield prospects in European football. Um, I, I've I've watched him quite extensively for for a while now, uh, and he and he's and, he, and he's an excellent an excellent player. Um, when when um, Bayern bought him at Ajax, he he was you know looked upon as that as one of the brightest prospects in European football. But since he's gone to Bayern, he's he's like these prospects there have stalled. Um, he's, he's struggled for game time, and um, you know club, clubs looking at him. He's, he's, he's a quality footballer, and, and he would fit perfectly in, into that midfield of, of Liverpool. I mean, for me, he really is a, a high quality. He plays above his twenty-one years. Um, he reminds me very similar to, you know, you look at someone similar and similar of age, maybe a different position, someone like Jury and Timber. Um, he's, he's young, but 
when I can just imagine him being at Liverpool, being signed, he'll come on that pitch and, he, and he's got the same attitude as Jurian Simba, um, fantastic on the ball. Um, you know, he, he, he can do so much with it. But the attitude, I think, is something that Klopp would have, you know, would have noticed. Um, I mean, he's, he's already, you know, at 21, he's a, he's a Netherlands international. Um, he would be an excellent addition to the squad. Um, you know, I mean, he, he, he would fit into Liverpool's, I, I think, perfectly. I mean, he always has already got his countrymen there at the club. Um, Cody Gakpo, Virgil van Dijk. Who, who I saw, I think would probably make him fit in, you know, very, very well indeed. I mean, make no mistake, Liverpool wants to wants wants to sign for for Liverpool and Bayern would now, which which is the good thing is that you ask like where are they now? Now we're in a situation where Bayern are willing to sell. Um, his contract look it runs out in twenty twenty seven, so I I expect a, a fee of around forty five million fifty million euro uh, and also Bayern would would need to to, to you know bring in a, a replacement um, but look talks you know talks are, are continuing uh, I've been told the latest I have been told is that they have, there will be talk, more talks over the weekend Liverpool will want to get this tied up quick um, as there's only seven days left in the transfer window but look Graven Bash is career at Bayern doesn't seem to be going nowhere. He's been told now that they would sell. Gravenbach wants to leave. They've got the Euros in 2024 in June. Um, in that Liverpool midfield, um, you know, I, I, I think he'd be a star. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, even as a rival, rival support, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be really looking forward to seeing him in the Premier League. No, no. Well, I mean, what you're talking about, it has been sort of corroborated by uh, Christian Falk this morning on, on court or side. You know, he's talking about what you mentioned, he's, he's fallen down the pecking order at Bayern. You look at the players that are ahead of him, you know, the likes of uh, Kimmich, uh, Comrade Lima, they brought in for Leipzig this summer on a free transfer. Um, Falk mentioned, and this is in his own words, Tuchel's idea is that if they sell him and Liverpool signal that they could pay £20 million, Tuchel would get funds perhaps to fund a new holding uh, midfielder. I, th- I think the figure you've mentioned, which is 40 to 45, does sound a lot more realistic in my in my eyes. Yeah. Even, I think, you know, obviously we have to bear in mind that he has played, I think, under, I think it was just over 900 minutes in all competitions, about 550 in the Bundesliga, which is, you know, quite a small amount of minutes, I think, for a player of his quality. Yeah. Um, and again, they only just bought him from Ajax last year for about 16 million. You know, as you mm. say, it's, it's a Thirty-three, thirty-three appearances, I think, over yeah. overall, and they're not yeah. there as a substitute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think, yeah, forty, forty-five would would seem to be more. I, I would be, I would be more surprised if we managed to convince Bayern to let him go for twenty million pounds. But mm. uh, hey, credit to Liverpool for at least giving it a go in that regard. Um, obviously, mm. there's been a bit of a shift in profile in terms of what our recruitment team was, look, was looking for. It was thought to be a specialist number six. We brought in Waturo Endo. Uh, and now we've shifted to what has been described as more of a multi-functional uh, midfielder, uh, which makes sense then when you hear names like Manu Kone of, of Gladbach and, of course, Ryan Gravenbach, as we've been discussing, uh, of Bayern uh, Munich. Uh, do you think, in terms of you know what you've seen from him, do you think he ticks that box of being that kind of multifunctional <clears throat> midfielder, someone who could, preferably, I'd imagine, for Klopp, you know, mould into a six, but also be utilised sort of higher up the pitch? 
Yeah, I mean, he 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 can play really anywhere in 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 that in that in that midfield area. <clears throat> when 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 he's played played for Holland, um, he he's, he tends to get played further forward in the pitch. So he is he is um, he can certainly fit into that, you know, that that central central midfield role. Um, you know, playing with 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 you know with next to next to McAllister and um, Sabloskia. Um, forgot pronunciation right, but yeah, I mean, look, certainly he, he's young and he's fit. I think the most important thing for Liverpool is that they've lost quite a couple of play- two players who can really get around the pitch. Um, obviously, their legs were going on a Milner and Henderson. This guy can really get around the pitch, um, and I think it's important nowadays that you, 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 when you do bring in a player, that they don't, they don't just stick into to, to, to the stereotypical. The, the the defensive midfield player or or the, the you know the stereotypical central midfield player you know they you need to have a midfield player or Klopp I, you know, from what I'm hearing wants to someone who can play all around the midfield and and Ryan Gravenberts can can certainly seen that do do that seen him do it for for, for, for the Netherlands um, they tend to use him a lot there um, when when he was at um, Ajax, he, he was known as someone who was excellent on the ball, could use it, was an excellent passer of the ball, um, had his fair amount of assists. Look, I know it's a different league, the Eredivisie to the Premier League, but I, it does tend that, you know, that, that when we when Dutch players do tend to hit it off when they come to the Premier League, and then, as I said, he's very similar to me. He, he, he looks like a like carbon copy on the ball, and, and you know, and his attributes to to, to someone like a, a Durian Timber who who can play in multiple positions, and he's from the Ajax academy, and you know, it's they're they're brought up to play anywhere in in a certain role. So yeah, you know, for me, you can you, you know he can play anywhere in that midfield. No, it's, it's, it sounds quite exciting. And um, well, we, we also got in touch uh, with Toby Altschaffel of Sport Build specifically to ask um, in terms of the comparison between Mano Kone and Ryan Gravenberch in terms of who Liverpool ideally uh, should be going for. It's a short but sweet clip we've got here on from Toby Altschaffel on Mano Kone and the Gravenberch comparisons. Hey, this is Toby Altschaffel. I'm happy to be back in Empire of Cop. I'm really sorry that I can't be like in person in the podcast because it's a stressful time in Munich with uh, the transfer window and we had an interview with Harry Kane, your English captain today. But I'm trying to answer uh, your question regarding uh, Manu Kone and Ryan Gravenberg. Well, you ask me um, who is more like a multifunctional midfielder and in my opinion, it's more uh, Manu Kone, who's multifunctional and can be played different positions. Um, what is very interesting, after the preseason, Thomas Tuchel was talking about Ryan Gravenberg. And, um, well, he's not thinking of him being a holding six. That's really obvious. But what he said after the preseason was, for him, he's more an offensive player. So he sees him more a number 10, really, than a number six or number eight uh, with uh, uh, his biggest uh, strengths in the offense. So I don't think or I don't know if this profile really fits uh, to what uh, Liverpool is looking for. But on the other hand, I know that Jurgen Klopp is a big fan of Gravenberg. So maybe at the last days of the window, um, there could be the chance for Liverpool to get 
Ryan Gravenberg from Bayern because Bayern needs money to look for maybe a number six or a right back and central defender. And the second question was about like uh, the fight or struggle PSG uh, with Liverpool having uh, to get Kone. Well, I can tell you that I had uh, some talks with uh, really high representatives of Mönchengladbach and it's not Liverpool leading at the moment. So they told me um, we know or we knew about the interest. We were talking about that before. But um, it's not like uh, Liverpool is pushing to get Kone. So I don't think the Kone-Liverpool topic is too hot at the moment. But let's wait and see what will happen on the last days of this uh, exciting transfer window. And we're back on Empire of the Cop Insider. Steve Kay is still here with us, thankfully, to talk about Ryan uh, Gravenberch. And um, quite quite an interesting uh, few thoughts you've given on, on, the, on the player formerly of Ajax, now of Bayern Munich. Potentially could be a Liverpool player this mm-hmm. summer. Who knows? We, we certainly hope Liverpool, we know, are short in the middle of the park. We could do certainly with uh, at least one more midfielder. Um, probably only really have time uh, for a midfielder before we then go looking yeah. for... A young centre back, which is it's quite a difficult profile, of course, that Liverpool are looking for a left sided centre half who is happy um, to be alternating every now and then again uh, with Virgil van Dijk, maybe, you know, Andy Robertson as well. I think you'd ideally want someone who can sort of do both roles, someone who can sort of more easily slot into that sort of back three when Liverpool do go into that box formation in, in, in possession. Um, but back to Gravenbach, Steve, and, and really that's the final thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. I hate to do it, but I've got to do it. Um, do you think, uh, in your heart of hearts, that Ryan Gravenberch will be a Liverpool player on the end of the transfer window on September 1st? That's, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> this is, this is where, our, where us transfer people, we sort of try and crawl around the answer and end up sitting on the fence after a 10-minute reply back to your question, isn't it? So, <clears throat> But, look, from, 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 from what I've been told, I, I've always... I was quite surprised at the way he was, you know, not, he, he was quickly sort of put to one side by, by quite a few people actually in, 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 in our industry. Um, but he, he's always been there for Liverpool. He's always, he's always, he's always been Liverpool's number one target. He's always been there. He's always been right up there. And that, you know, that, that's before, that was before Casado. That was before, um, Lavia. I mean, they only they only went to Lavia because they at the time they was told that you know they couldn't get they couldn't get Gravenbach. Um, it's got to a bit bit of a desperate situation because it's got to, to close to the end of the window. And in the end, they they've, they've gone back to live um, by and to try and push for to get Gravenbach in. Now, the only other team that's being mentioned is is the one that we didn't want to mention, but the one we is is Manchester United. And what Liverpool have over them is that. Um, they've they've got the money there. Um, they've got. They don't have to sell players. They just need to get this guy in. Um, Manchester United at the moment just looks, you know, a, a club in a little bit of a little bit of disarray, if you ask me. Uh, and they've still got to sell players to 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 bring bring players in. And on top of that, you must ask yourself, would he get game time at Manchester United? They've just bought Mason Mount. They've got they've got Casemiro, they've got Fernandez in that role. There's a there's a hole waiting for Gravenbach to Liverpool, and he's been quoted, he's you know in, in quite a few times been saying, if I leave, I want to start. 
I believe this is now from what we're hearing. You now the rumblings um, from from Christian Falk, all the, all the, all what I've been told via um, from 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 people very close to the club. That yeah, um, long-winded answer. I I think there's a very good chance that he he will he will sign. All all the all the noises seem to be pointing towards Liverpool at the moment, and in you know wearing that playing in that that central midfield role. And we'll certainly all be here hoping uh, that you're spot on. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think you, you pointed to sort of the messy financial situation over in, in Manchester United. It's comparatively mm. less messy over in Liverpool. And um, obviously, uh, yeah. I think the figure gets thrown around a lot, the £110 million. Some of that was eaten into by a Watura Enders uh, transfer from Stuttgart. Um, obviously, it comes down to a lot more than Liverpool going, well, we've got 90 million, let's bring in player one, player two, and go from there. Um, Liverpool aren't just a club to throw money about. They want to throw money about wisely. They want to Mm. invest the right figure. And if it's not the right figure for them, they won't go for it, even if it's a player they want. Hopefully, uh, a conclusion can be reached. We've done business with with Bayern before. We've done good business uh, with Bayern before. There's some mixed views on Thiago Alcantara. I'm personally quite a big fan and will continue to be. Um, But I I think there's an opportunity there. and, And hopefully, given how Tuchel feels about the player. Hopefully there's something that the two clubs can work out on before the end of the window. Um, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Just before uh, we, we send you off, um, we'd love to hear you know, what you're up to uh, for the rest of the window with football transfers, with the transfer exchange show. Um, obviously, it was something I was thoroughly happy to get <laughs> last season. But to anyone yeah. who's not seen the transfer exchange show, do you want to say a few words here about it? Yeah, as I say, well, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing quite a, quite a bit of um, stuff now with, with with football transfers regarding the, on the transfer side, and, and I'm loving every every minute of that. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of stuff coming up <laughs> in the next seven days. We work, we're all working very hard on that. Um, as far as the transfer exchange show goes, yeah, I mean, um, you know, we, we 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 do our podcasts, and you know, we we obviously have you on Farrell with the, with the Super Six and. You know, that'll be be starting soon. So hopefully, you know, people will, you know, will, will join in. So, but uh, yeah, looking through to the rest of the window and, and also looking even more, looking forward to the holiday when it's, when it's all over. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, but it's been fun. It's been a crazy window. It's been probably the most maddest window I've ever known, probably for quite a few years since, since I've been in this industry. So, but um, yeah, it's the crazy world we'll be living, I suppose. No, I don't imagine Liverpool certainly haven't done you any favours there with uh, the Caicedo and Lavia uh, saga with Chelsea. Uh, but hopefully it can be a bit more of a, a clean-cut finish uh, from Liverpool in the window. One more midfielder, one more centre-half and a lot less no. stress. Off no. of I, hope, I just hope they get Gravenberch for a good price because probably after what you probably went in with Caicedo for, Bayern are probably thinking, mm, you know, we're going to get as much as we can out of Liverpool maybe on this one. So, I, I think Liverpool need to take... Not, not take the loss in that regard, but accept that the original price that they may have been able to negotiate will have been partially affected by the fact that they revealed to the entire world that they have this um, this, this humongous transfer kitty uh, available. But mm. you know, thankfully, we aren't negotiating with another Premier League side, so that will should hopefully work out in our favour when it comes to uh, deciding on a final fee uh, if we mm. reach that point before the end of the window. Uh, but yes, I've babbled on long enough, Steve. 
absolute pleasure to have you Cheers, on. Uh, Thanks again. Be sure to uh, catch Steve on Twitter. He's at Steve K9 KS1 TV on not sorry Twitter X. Sorry, I keep making that mistake. It's a hard thing to switch out of. Uh, and of course, be sure to watch uh, the weekly show coming up on the Transfer Exchange Show and all your latest bits on football transfers. Some absolutely lovely bits on Liverpool Football Club there for everyone to enjoy. Mm. This has been Empire of the Cop Insider. I've been Farrell Keeling. Thanks for watching. Be sure to give us a like, comment, subscribe on YouTube and of course you can check out on our substack at empireofthecop.com.substack.com.